1 Samuel chapter 4, 12 through 22. A man of Benjamin ran from the battle line and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes torn and with dirt on his head. When he arrived, Eli was sitting on his seat by the road watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. And when the man came into the city and told the news, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the sound of the outcry, he said, What is this uproar? Then the man hurried and came and told Eli. Now Eli was 98 years old, and his eyes were set so that he could not see. And the man said to Eli, I am he who has come from the battle. I fled from the battle today. And he said, How did it go, my son? He who brought the news answered and said, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great defeat among the people. Your two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God has been captured." As soon as he mentioned the ark of God, Eli fell over backwards from his seat by the side of the gate, and his neck was broken, and he died. For the man was old and heavy. He had judged Israel for 40 years. Now his daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant, about to give birth. And when she heard the news that the ark of God was captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed and gave birth, for her pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, the women attending her said to her, Do not be afraid, for you have borne a son. But she did not answer or pay attention. And she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel, because the ark of God had been captured, and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory has departed from Israel, for the ark of God has been captured. Mm. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Poor Ichabod. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> what a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so coming off of yesterday's passage, the Phils, or sorry, the Israelites took the the Ark of the Covenant to battle. Yeah, and they lost it. Right. And um, we we have this interesting. It kind of starts. You know, I love how much the Old Testament often kind of plays like a movie in your head when you read it. Mm-hmm. But you kind of get this like cut and change of scenes and you see Eli sitting by the road trembling for the ark of God. Right. And um you know Eli's older and wiser but still not like the wisest but mm-hmm. he it seems like he's enough to know like this is probably not a good idea. <laughs> but he let it happen. <laughs> but it's probably not a good idea. And then we um you know, we see this messenger come in with grave news and in typical Old Testament facet or Old Testament fashion, mm-hmm. Eli dies a kind of strange and disturbing death. Right, right. Um, so what are your thoughts? Well, I think, um, yeah, just like what you said, like this kind of um, this spiritual leadership. I think it's interesting that it's, you see Eli and he's sitting and trembling. Yeah. And it's like he's kind of like waking up to the yeah. reality of God again. I mean, I think we've seen that mm-hmm. his faith is real, but obviously he has been influenced by the wickedness um, around him as well up mm-hmm. until this point. And yet he is trembling for something specific, the ark of God. So there is still this fear yeah. of the Lord and this desire for um you know, I mean, the ark, they had to like really yeah. um, treat it with reverence and mm-hmm. care. I mean, it was the presence, it was the symbol of, and the place of the presence of God amongst the people, mm-hmm. amidst the people. And I think it's interesting that when this terrible news comes that they've been defeated, 
And then also that his sons have died, but it wasn't until he heard the ark of the God has been captured that he fell over backward, mm. um, dead. Just how truly yeah. uh, shocking and terrible it was. Yeah. I mean, he, there's definitely this sense where he knew that the presence of God is Israel's only hope. And if they've lost that, then they have no hope. Right. You know, and um, it's, it's pointing back towards another time of exile and enslavement if the Lord isn't with them. And yeah, so then it, it cuts to the wife of Phineas, who is pregnant. And, you know, she, she hears all this terrible news and then gives birth to a, a, a very bitter birth and, and mm-hmm. dies and named the child Ichabod saying the glory has departed from Israel. So do you have any, any thoughts on that, this childbirth scene? And then, um, yeah, just the, the general phrase, which kind of sums up this whole moment the glory has departed from Israel. Right. I think it's just, um, again, there are real consequences for sin. Um, God is so, I, I think we can see his graciousness in this that we can talk about in a minute, but just to mm. kind of sit in this, there are real consequences for sin and unbelief. Mm. Um, and that truly to be outside of the presence of God is, um, the worst um, yeah. possible place that yeah. we can be, and that's ultimately what you know. Hell is described as is the you know you do not have the smile of God. You're outside of the presence of God, and what a terrible place that is. And so mm-hmm. again, we see just the the drama of the situation pointing us to this greater spiritual reality, mm-hmm. um, and this poor child bearing this name. But again, names are so important oh, in the yeah. Old Testament oh, to point people to what's really um, who people really are, who God really is, um, his character, but also where they are in this point in the story that his glory has been removed. And yet we have the benefit of seeing that God is really clear. What this is all about is really just clearing Mm -hmm. out uh, the old, Mm -hmm. um, tilling up the ground, so to speak, getting ready to usher in this glorious, truly the glory monarchy of King David. And then of course his heir um, sitting on the throne forever. Yeah. You know, it's a, there's a very interesting passages to come where, you know, now there's this sense in which the Lord is now out there in the wild with no Israelite help, (laughs) no army. It's just the Lord and the Ark of the Lord. Right. And we'll see what happens there. But, you know, just I, I, I think a interesting closing thought. We've seen we've seen two children born mm-hmm. in this book so far. One is named God Hears mm-hmm. and the other Ichabod literally means uh, without glory or there is no glory. Mm-hmm. So we've seen a child born named God Hears and then we've seen without glory or there's no glory born. Right. And you know, now it's just like this interesting flow of of where it starts the, the tension and problem that God is addressing. And now we're going to watch it begin to unfold. Yeah. And that there's still this hope in that uh, Samuel, even though we don't see him in this passage, we know he's still there and that God is using him and preparing him um, 
for something truly great. So for Will Carlisle, this is Jennifer McClish. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.